Hello and welcome to the ZVEX Fabcast. This is Zanaid and I am here with Brock and we are on our way to the Magic 2020 pre-release. This is not my first pre-release. Brock, this is not his first pre-release either, but I love going to the pre-release events because you get six booster packs, you get to open them up, they're all of the new set, Uh, open them up and make a 40 card deck, which is one of my favorite ways to play. Just open it, you don't have to worry about passing cards around with anybody else. That's what you get, you build the best with what you've got. Brock, what do you like about doing pre-releases? Uh, the games are uh, more about sort of uh, grindy, like less powerful cards and a lot more board situations and gaining, uh, you know, using, utilizing cards that otherwise, you know, aren't strong enough for standard play and uh, feels to me more like when I first started playing Magic. Ah, yes. Good old have to figure out what the best trade of creatures is, which of these not as good cards you need to counter that are going to be a problem later on. Uh, yeah, great stuff. So, and then at Addictive Behaviors... And it's surprising because, you know, when you play against somebody, just because you see some of their cards, you have no idea what rares or other cards they're going to have in their deck. So, as you say, you're like, well, which one of these cards am I trying to trade off with? Well, you don't know what other cards they have, you know, what other bombs they might have, like, if you're doing standard, you know, like, certain cards that yeah, are Yeah, there's not a set deck list that anybody's yeah. playing, it's like, okay, well, you know that they have a possibility of any 250 of, of these cards of that could be in the set, but yeah, a lot of surprises. Well, here at Addictive Behaviors, uh, my sponsor for this podcast, uh, we are going to be playing four rounds of Magic, and I'm going to see if each of my opponents would like to be interviewed for the podcast, as well as some other attendees, and get some feedback about their pre-release experience. And I hope to inspire you to check out a pre-release at your local game store. You can go to wizards.locator.com to find a local game store that hosts pre-releases near you. Obviously, if you're in the Eugene area, highly recommend checking out one of Addictive Behavior's six different pre-release events that they offer. But we're going to be having another pre-release event in the fall. Uh, It's going to be the new set for the whole year, or at least half of it. We don't have any information on it yet. But I hope you'll be encouraged by people's stories and experienced to come check it out for the next pre-release. So, hello, this is Zanaid, and I'm here with my first round opponent, uh, Jonah, and also... I'm Eric, I'm Jonah's dad. Awesome. Um, So, I noticed that you guys were here at the pre-release. Is this your first pre-release event? Yeah. Well, it's not, it's the first pre-release we've done for the set, but not first pre-release we've done Okay, so you've done this before. Did you look at the spoilers at all before coming to the event? No. Okay. We got back from vacation like an hour before it started. Oh, cool. (laughs) Where did you guys get back from? Uh, We were at uh, State Park Tumalo by Bend. Cool, for 4th of July. Yes. Awesome. Well, that's perfect then that you're still able to make it on a pre-release during the holiday weekend. I didn't look at very many of the spoilers either just because there was a lot of stuff with MTG Seattle leading up to it. Um, But so did either of you open anything exciting in your pool that you like? I have the one lifelink thing. Uh, Yeah, Jonah's... 
Well, his cr rare is. Are you talking about the one you played against yeah. me? Yeah. yeah, the Loxodon Life Gainer. Uh, he can pay six and make your. One you'll appreciate. Ooh, Sephara! Nice! An angel! Yes! Oh, that's great. Well, you guys both have some strong mono white cards then. There you go. Loxodon Life Chanter is the name of the card for the folks out there. Uh, well, so do you think that you'll be playing any of these M20 cards? in the future? Probably. And what what do you usually play? Uh, I play standard. Standard? Cool. And I'm one of the, I don't know, I, I usually buy booster boxes and play closed universes with friends. So that's great to too. That, so that's good. Cool. Yes. Well, awesome. It's, fun, it's been fun getting whatever, family members in the house. That's great. Yeah. Did you play any magic on your trip this weekend? Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> cool. Was it um, like War of the Spark or Modern, Modern Horizons? Awesome. Well, very cool. Thanks so much for taking just a couple of minutes uh, for my podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. I'm here with Jeff, my round two opponent who just two owed me. Uh, Jeff, is this your first pre-release event? No, I've been doing these things on and off since 2001, and mostly on since about 2007. Okay, awesome. So, did you uh, know all of the cards in the set prior to showing up no, for this event? No, I try to come to these as as blank as I can. Cool. So it's my it's my third one for this set, so I've seen a lot of cards. Done some gameplay by now. Yeah, You're... but it was mostly from gameplay. When I started, all I knew was that there were some Chandra Planeswalkers. Okay, cool. Is there anything in this pool that is your favorite thing that you opened? Um, honestly, it's uh, it's this card you didn't see, I think. Oh. The car, who um, is oh, yeah, a 3-3 flyer wizard. and um, wants to be in Jeskai. And yeah, he makes birds and he sacrifices his birds for mana. So are you going to be putting this into a deck uh, after this weekend? Uh, doubtful. I don't doubtful. I don't play constructed decks. They're too much work. Okay, fair enough then. Sell him off to a new home then perhaps? Perhaps. Okay, cool. Um, I, I may play him a bit if I if I see flyers. Oh, you're going to switch from your black yep, green deck to, to my, white, to red, blue? Thing, yeah. Ooh, okay, so this is how you know a really seasoned pre-release player when they've got their deck one and their deck two ready to go, just in case their one deck has weaknesses against what they face. Um, also, it's just more fun. You're playing eight games with the same <laughs> deck. It gets old. You want to switch it around. Yeah, it's, it, you don't have to play with the deck that you make at the very first right. round. If you're coming to one of these events, you can actually switch, completely make a whole deck in between every round if you wanted to, if you just couldn't figure out what worked or wanted yeah. to see which deck was best. Um, but obviously you only have so many opponents. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, out of all of these years that you've done pre-releases, do you have a set that you remember as being your favorite pre-release event or anything special? I don't really for pre-releases. They've kind of all blended together, I guess. Somewhere back in Lorwyn Block, I managed to put together a, a permission deck. I countered six spells in a row and that was that was really fun awesome but, um 
No, I just I, I just really like enjoying opening the cards and and seeing what's in there and that's and great trying things out and it's it's new every pre-release. So that is why pre-releases are one of my favorites because yeah. it's new every single time, guaranteed. The set's different, the packs are different. It's never going to be the same. So yeah. Well, awesome. Thanks for taking a couple of minutes to chat yeah, with me, Jeff. Of course. All right, I'm here with my round three opponent, Chance. Uh, we just had three very interesting games. Uh, and we both have some similar cards in our pool, like we both have Safara. But Chance has the Cavalier of Gales, which dominated some games. We both have Soren. I've got a Johnny. Oh, wow. Okay, so. Is this your first pre-release? Yes. Your very first pre-release ever. Yeah, I've never been to one. Oh, cool. So, what brought you out to this pre-release? Um, Max. Your friend Max. <laughs> awesome. And have you ever played Magic before this? Yes. Okay, cool. So this is not your first rodeo. It looked like you were tapping mana just fine and everything. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, what is your favorite thing that you opened in your pool? Um. Probably either Cavalier or uh, Soren. Cavalier and Soren. Yeah, they both did some pretty good work together. Um, yeah. and they won me games earlier, so. Nice. <laughs> Do you think that you're going to use Soren or the Cavalier in any decks after today? Um, I think so, yeah. I think yeah. I'll use the Cavalier in a deck. And so, what type of magic do you usually play since this is your first pre release? Um, I played standard before. Um, I really got into it during Exalan. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I played a Merfolk deck then. Awesome. Which was fun. Yeah, well, and it's fitting then that you have the Cavalier of Gales. He seems <laughs> like he would go well with some other Merfolk dudes. Um, yeah, so being your first pre release. What's the most interesting thing to you about playing at the shop in this setting? Um, just seeing all the different things that people come up with. Because, um, you know, we all just get random cards and yeah. have to figure it out. Um, some people pull off some really cool combos. And... What's one of the cool combos that you've uh, seen today? Um, there was a trample uh, a card that gave everything trample oh everything yeah. oh and, uh, yeah i think i got i think i got overcome by that card as well i think yeah. that's the name of the card is overcome yeah it is overcome yeah i was like oh i'm overcome by the wolves um, yeah it was just a tokens plus trample that's all you need you have enough bodies and clear the way yeah exactly cool so after we were three rounds in, there's only one round left to go. Would you come play another pre-release? Oh yeah, definitely. Cool. Definitely. Awesome. Well, uh, that's my short little interview with Chance here. First time pre-releaser, and he'd come back and do it again. Fabulous. All right, we just concluded the last round of the event, and I'm here with my round four opponent, Celeste. How's it going? It's pretty good. I'm two and two, so that's all I can ask for, right? Hey, that's great. You get to go home with the prize pack, and did you open anything exciting? Uh, yeah. Um, I got uh, the, uh, did it work out for you? This guy, Yarok. Oh, Yarok the Desecrated. He's the legendary Death Touch lifelink. If a permanent entering the battlefield causes a triggered permanent to trigger, it triggers an additional time. Sweet. Yes. So will you be using that in any decks uh, after today? Yeah. So I already have a commander in his colors. Which so, one? Um, it's 
Sadisi Brood. Tyrant? Tyrant? Yeah. The zombie one. I have to decide whether to make him the general or keep Sadisi and make him one of the 99. Cool. They're both really strong. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of triggered stuff in there for your zombies already. Exactly. Yeah, and I think Sadisi itself is a triggered ability, right? The ETB is. Yeah, so that could be really good. Um, so, was this your first pre-release event? This is even the first pre-release I've done today. <laughs> okay, so you, did you do other M20 events this weekend then? Uh, yeah, I came here this morning and played. Nice! Um, and I ended up in red-green, so I did red-green, white, and red-green. <laughs> okay! Fun. So you've been pretty true to Gruel today. Then. Yes. <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating Gruel friends. <laughs> Gruel friends. Yes. <laughs> uh, and do you regularly come to pre-release events? Not really. I haven't been to one since um, Eldritch Moon. Oh wow! So Eldritch Moon, for those of you that don't play Magic, was about three years ago. Yeah. Um, so what brought you to this course at pre-release? Um, my friend May uh, invited me. <laughs> to come with them. So awesome. Like, totally awesome. So you had a friend who already plays and brought you in. Uh, do you typically play limited? Um, I kind of treat it as an occasional treat. I usually okay. play modern. So do you think you'll come and play the pre-release in the fall or is it just kind of whatever happens? Depends on what gets spoiled. Cool. Um, I, I, I kind of looked at this set and was like, wow, I have a weird amount of nostalgia for the amount of reprints, because I would play a lot of limited when I was a kid, and uh, a lot of the cards that were limited then are in this set. Like the Ley Lines? Exactly. Yeah, because those were in, I think, M11? Yeah. Cool. Uh, and a lot of just like the little common cards that are just like filling out your deck are the same, and so it feels very familiar. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that feel of nostalgia too. Actually, any core set is one of my favorite times to do a pre-release because there's no guild themes to worry about or like with the Eldrazi set, there was a bunch of weird, um, I forget what you had to emerge to sack them. So there's all these mechanics. The core set is always like you could pretty much go one color or two color, maybe splash a third, but it's going to be your five primary colors. What's your favorite color of Magic to play? Um, lately, I've been very partial to red. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, especially in limited. I'm a big fan of red and limited too. Get that removal, get fast if you need to. Yeah. Some haste, it's always good. Part of my limited strategy is to just set aside all of the blue cards, just don't look at it. Because <laughs> I find that when I play blue, I just don't do very well in limited. It's hard. I played blue on Friday, and I thought my deck was pretty good, but it was some of those big ground guys, even though I had flyers, it's like, well, they just weren't good enough. So I, I definitely uh, feel the same way sometimes. I'll try it, but yeah. it usually doesn't work out as good as some of what I'm used to playing. Well, cool. Do you have anything else unique about this pre-release that you'd like to share? Um, I can't think of anything. Cool. And do you come to Addictive Behaviors often? Yeah, I do. I come about once a week. Awesome. Well, very cool. It was so nice talking to you, Celeste. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. The M20 pre-release has concluded and Brock and I are on our way home. Brock, how did the event go for you today? It was awesome. Woo! I pulled Chandra. Hey! And she made it 
did some work. You know, I sat next to you and I heard you say, give you a second emblem. And I was thinking, what planeswalker ults to an emblem? And why are you giving your opponent an emblem? I was like, oh shoot, you just gave him a second emblem? That means get wrecked for those of you that don't speak magic. Um, well, so sounds like you had some fun games. What was your ending record? 3-0-1. Oh, oh, that is three wins, no losses, and a draw. And I finished with three wins and one loss. So we both walked away with, wait, did you get six packs? And I got four? Yeah, right. Awesome. And I did open mine, so you'll be able to look at some of my social media pages to see some pack openings from M20 at the shop. And the pre-release is over now. On Friday, the set will be released and all of these cards that we got to play with this weekend will be able to be played in any format they'd be legal in. Standard, Modern, Legacy, Commander, Popper. Uh, so it'll be exciting to see these cards that we got to play with and see if they are able to break ground in any of the formats. Do you have any, uh, just any single officially, predictions? Officially, London Mulligan oh, yeah, that's is right. now in. And the London Mulligan is officially in. So um, That was great, because I had a couple of games where I mulliganed to five, and seven cards with, was great. I ended up winning one of those games. So just like in golf, how you can get a mulligan, in Magic, you have a mulligan too. Uh, where when you draw your opening cards of seven cards in your opening hand, the old mulligan way was, well, if you don't like your hand, you get to shuffle it back in and redraw, but you get one less card. Uh, there was an advantage of looking at the top of your library, but there was a way before where it was only you just, all right, you don't like your seven, okay, shuffle it back in, draw six. So you don't like your six, shuffle it back in and draw five. So what Brock is saying about the London Mulligan first tested out at Mythic Championship that was hosted in London. Uh, you, If you don't like your seven, you shuffle it back in. You draw seven cards. If you're okay with that hand, you take one card from your hand and put it on the bottom of your deck. If you don't like that seven for your six hand, shuffle it back in, draw seven. And then if you like it, put two cards from your hand. So then you will still have five cards but you're getting to look at more cards. So yeah, as you said, we got to use that now and it'll be effective in all formats. And Ley Lines. Ley Lines back, Graft Digger's Cage. We need we need some containment on the Hogak outbreak. That's right, just like some of my opponents said earlier, there's a lot of nostalgia in this core set. The Ley Lines are back and this is only gonna make these power cards more accessible for more players. So I think it's really great what the core set is bringing us. Well, I think that was an awesome event. I certainly had fun cosplaying in both of the events sponsored by Addictive Behaviors. I sure hope you'll check out my sponsor, Addictive Behaviors. You can check them out on Facebook or Instagram, or if you want to buy magic cards from them, you can go directly to www.ccgobsession.com. That's CCG, like collectible card game, and check out all of their deals on magic cards and other tabletop gaming stuff too. So anyway, until next time, be fabulous.